0: Hey, Christine. Hey, Selena. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Birthday girl. Yesterday was your birthday.
1: Yes. So my birthday. So we're recording on Thursday. My birthday was yesterday. Wednesday. Funny story. Okay. So I woke up in the morning. I had decided I needed to go get this blood work done forever. And i yes. been putting it off. And long story short, I finally, I was like, I'm going on my birthday. I blocked the day off out of office. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and go to the to the lab, get this blood work drawn. Well, while I'm getting ready to go there, I get a text from my doctor. <laughs> it says, happy birthday from Penn Medicine, blah, 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 blah. They lured you in. And I was like, oh, how nice is that uh-huh. that I get a happy birthday? So I click on the message and then proceeds to tell me, Dr. Laura Thompson believes that it's time for you to schedule your colonoscopy. Yep. I was like, dude, seriously? Okay. This is what it's like to be in your Mm fifties. So yeah, that was really fun.
0: Yeah, I'll bet. But it's like Merry Christmas. You're two years past due for your six month cleaning. (laughs) Yes. Right. It was like, oh
1: gosh, no, really? Like bait and switch. That was totally, totally. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But anyway, it was fine. I laughed and, you know, it's just the reality of things. And thanks for looking out for me, Dr. Thompson. Um, But then I got home. Well, no, on my way home from the lab in Ephrata, I stopped, no, Elverson. I stopped at this really cool shop in Morgantown. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a coffee house in half of the building and then there's a... um, this home furnishings
0: and decor, home decor, little shop. And it was adorable. Yeah. And I bought myself a necklace. I know. I saw it yesterday. It is very unlike any necklace you have ever worn. And I love it. I love it too. Yeah, And Jimmy doesn't know this yet. My son, Jimmy,
1: but this is what he bought me for my birthday. Oh, I love that. Yes. And then, um, what else? And then I bought a couple of other things. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Of course. And then I came home and you picked me up. I did. And took me to lunch. We went to B2Bistro. We did, and I had a watermelon Your salad, salad. looked amazing with shrimp, and
0: it yeah. was it was really really okay, good. Okay, but it was like three shrimp.
1: Yeah, but it was three big
0: shrimp. It they was three big. shrimp. They it came out, jumbo. and I couldn't even see the one shrimp. I know. So I literally thought they gave you two shrimp yeah. when you ordered shrimp on your salad as an extra. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's garbage. I feel like they could at least give you a cocktail number like 5. Yeah.
1: It was it was honestly plenty. And then after that you took me to Starbucks and I got my free Starbucks drink, Starbucks drink because it was my birthday. And then we went to the mall. We did. We did mm-hmm. some more shopping. It was
0: terrible. We got
1: a lot in, in a couple we of did. hours. We did. We really did was actually. Nice. Yeah. We got we got a present for one of our friends. We did. Very exciting. So exciting. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then I spent some time with my Bella babies and that was super, super nice. And then, um, I test drove a car cause I thought, Hey, what a way to celebrate my birthday. Can I really buy a car.
0: thought you were going to buy a car last night. You I did. really did.
1: Yeah, you did. I saw this car on the lot, um, at the dealership and I was like, I got to go drive it. And I did. And I didn't love it. Yep. So I restrained myself. Good for you. Yeah. Good so for you. yeah, still on the hunt, but um, yeah. So thanks for making my day so
0: wonderful. Yeah, hey, really, you're welcome. It really was fantastic. You're welcome. And we had fun the night before also mm-hmm. because so today is my daughter's birthday, Cassie's birthday. Yeah. She turns eighteen today, in the day we're recording, and um, so we did a combo mm-hmm. birthday dinner for you and Cassie here at the house Tuesday night. Yes, Tuesday so night. So good. What did we make? Oh, sticky. Honey ginger salmon poke bowls. bowls. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and you made me my own special
1: cauliflower rice because like I'm not having rice right now. Yep. Um, and then yeah, all the toppings. It, it was so was good.
0: Amazing. It was so. I ate the leftovers
1: last night. So amazing. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So that was
0: wonderful. And yes. I made vegan peanut butter pie for dessert. You did oh my word. Yep. And I wasn't supposed to have that, but I did I have know, a little you piece. you just had a tiny sliver. Like yes. you were really, you were really
1: good, actually. I, I really wanted to eat like a quarter of that thing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Nice. It's been a good week. And my birthday continues. I am going to milk this for as long as I possibly yeah. can. Because my sister comes in town. My little sister and her family are coming up from Florida next weekend. Okay. So this weekend doing some things with my, um, my, my friends from, from my childhood, Chrissy, she's mm-hmm. taking me to Terrain Cafe. In Our favorite. Glen Mills. Yes. I'm so excited so I'm doing that on Sunday. And I have a bridal shower on Saturday. And then, yeah. And then next week, we're going to – next weekend, we're going to celebrate again when my sister's here. So Nice.
0: <laughs> nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice.
1: So – It's it's been a good week right now. I'm feeling a little crappy because I know I started a new medication last week and then it was like, it's like incremental where you build up. Yeah. So one milligram last week and then two milligrams this week. And this morning I woke up and I was like, Oh, my stomach is upset, but yeah. Powering through. Yeah. Powering through. I'm actually feeling a little bit better because you just, you just, you happen to have digize I did. in your house, essential oil that, um, yeah, I'm already feeling. Yeah, I, that's. I don't better. know
0: why it works, but it does. It really I don't works. understand. I it. don't.
1: I can't travel without that.
0: And I'm not like a big like. I know. Here's an essential oil for every problem you've ever had in your I life. Know. I'm really not, but that particular one seems to work really well. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell
1: you what else. So digize
0: is really good, and
1: this is Young Living, right? Yeah. Because doTERRA also has a version Digest of this. Then, which I, I think I actually like better, to Digest be honest it. with you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember. So, but I love this. The other one is lemon essential oil. My oh, friend Christine told me this. I was that. like, whatever, that sounds ridiculous. If you ever get heartburn or acid reflux. Really? Yep. You just take a little drop of, of lemon essential oils so and make yeah. sure to use the vitality ones, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you put a drop. The bot at the base of your nose. What? And you take seriously, a big whiff of the lemon essential oils. I am telling you right now. Sometimes, like this, when I used to eat like tomatoes and stuff like that, like I would get horrible indigestion, and then I couldn't sleep. And so I'd wake up and I would do that. Note to self, though, if you know that things are going to make you feel like crap, don't eat them. Well, so there's that too. Yeah, there's but- that
0: too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So,
1: but you can't always avoid things, and sometimes you don't always know. But yeah, that's so weird. And I was honestly like, "There's no." Yeah. Way. No,
0: I would not have thought
1: yeah. that. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Anyway. Cool. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So my week's been good so far. Mm-hmm. Um. So I started with a new chiropractor. Yes. I started with a new chiropractor. Now, I wasn't going at all for a little while because the one I was going to just wasn't really helping me anymore. Um. Yeah, I won't get into it, but it just wasn't helping me anymore. Yeah. So I found this new one, Keystone Specific Chiropractic. It's mm-hmm. on Penn Avenue in Wyoming, Missing. And they are like next level chiropractic. Mm. So yeah, it sounds like it. Oh my gosh. So like
1: high tech. It than, really like, the is. The art. So like
0: they did on my first visit, they did all kinds of scans. They did x-rays. They did digital movement x-rays. They did thermal scans to test like nerve. I don't know, nerve functioning or wow. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they do like a bilateral weight thing to see if you're like distributing mm-hmm. your weight evenly on both sides, which mm-hmm. spoiler alert, I'm not right. uh, by any stretch, but it was fascinating. Wow. It was absolutely fascinating. So they went over the results with me um, the next time I was in, which was earlier this week. And basically it was, it was, it was good and it was bad. Like it was fantastic and it was awful mm. because the fantastic was they were able to look at all of my scans in particular, the thermal ones that are, they roll this thing up and down your spine. That's measuring like nerve function and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to look at that and go, yeah, of course you're look in pain. right here. Mm. I can see that you would be in pain. Wow. It's not in your head. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> my scans, all of them were so jacked up. Like wow. I, it just like not even close to what normal should be. Mm -hmm. It was, it was actually really like, it was, so that was the part that was really bad. It was like, Oh, this is really bad. Yeah. And things like they were able to tell me more things than the neurologist I had been to. Wow. Was able to tell me, which was really like frustrating in a way. Um, and they spent more time with me and like, they were finding calcium deposits on parts of my, um, parts of my spine and, and all that fun. Like um, um, my vertebrae from like an accident I had when I was 16. Wow. and I could see it plain as day. So like it was just, yeah. So they really work like holistically with mm-hmm. everything. So I've started a program with them. I'm on a six month six month program. they're like,, well, wow. it's gonna take us six months to get you to a better place. And then we'll kind of do maintenance from there. So I'm excited though. Yeah. I've been, it feels good to like have direction. Oh my gosh. Somebody with a clue. My neuro, my last neurologist appointment was like, "Eh." like the the exact words were, I don't know. Do you want to try physical therapy? Mm. (laughs) Bro, I'm paying you way too much money for, I don't know. Do you want to Right. seriously? yeah seriously it was so frustrating so anyway so I am doing physical therapy which is helping but not as much as I would hope but Mm. whatever it's fine yeah um and I do like my physical therapist and now I'm doing this chiropractor so this is good yeah this is good that's awesome and hopefully I'll be able to walk all through the holidays yeah (laughs) like last year (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, so good so that's been good excited for you I had an amazing appointment with my spiritual director yesterday morning. Mm. It was so, I don't know. It was so good. We really started digging into this concept of, of connection Mm. between our bodies, our emotions, any kind of trauma, but then also how God is in that and speaking to us through that. Because Mm -hmm. again, you know, if if you're Christian, you believe the Holy Spirit's in you. Mm-hmm. Then, when your body starts screaming at you, who's to say that's not that's not God going, "Hello," yeah, and trying to Pay get attention your here. attention. Yeah, yep. And and again, also often we're taught not to trust our bodies in church, you know, settings or to just you know whatever they're evil. Don't trust the flesh. Yeah, all blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And and how the opposite is probably true. Mm-hmm. You know that that it anyway. I could go on forever and I no.
1: I love that because there are I was just coaching a ministry leader this morning and she was talking about um just how the physical like you can't separate the physical part of you from your soul from your spirit right like it's all and I was like yes I heard somebody describe it as similar to the trinity right like father son holy spirit body soul spirit very much the same thing you you cannot pull them apart yes they are different and their their roles are different or their i don't even know what the best word to describe this but you can't separate them and so you've got to care it's got to be that holistic approach to
0: healing and growth and wholeness like all of those things yeah Yeah. so it was it was really really good it went it, it just goes hand in hand with what i'm Working on right now Mm -hmm. with chiropractor with physical therapy. Yeah. Um. I had the oddest experience. Did I tell you about this last week when I went for a massage? I I think. think I think we recorded before this happened. So last week I went. Uh. I had physical therapy in the morning. Mm -hmm. He worked on my uh lower back and hip like a lot, like really trying to break things up and move things around. It was the only time I actually sweat. (laughs) Broke out in a sweat during Mm -hmm. physical therapy was when he was manually. Doing things, and I get that it's necessary. And then at the end of the day, I went for my massage, and I told my massage therapist, You know, this is this area is sore, it got worked on a lot today, but I so make it feel better, (laughs) right? And so she did. And as she was working that area in particular, now it wasn't nearly as intense or hard as my physical therapist earlier in the day, Mm -hmm. or I probably would have just like climbed up the wall, yeah. But as she did, I was laying there, and all of a sudden, my entire face and head filled. My sinuses just dropped. Wow! Into my face, I have never had it happen so fast. Hmm. And it was—I mean, it was in an instant—and it was my whole face. Wow! Like I'm literally like wiping my nose under the table. Yeah, yeah, because I cannot control what wow. is coming out of my face as she was working that area. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? And then after that, I didn't feel good. Mm. I didn't feel good. I had that done Wednesday night. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel great Thursday. I didn't feel great Friday hmm. by Saturday. I was doing a little better by Sunday. I was like, okay, I'm good. Wow. Yeah. I just felt really tired, a little mm-hmm. run down. Um, and my sinuses were still being stupid. Mm. And I, of course I'm like, there's no way I have COVID again. Right. Right. Like it's oh, too gosh. soon. Yeah. Right. So, and I didn't have COVID. Yeah. So that was good, but it was fascinating. And so as I think about that, and my conversation with the spiritual director yesterday, it just makes me wonder, you know, how we store trauma Mm -hmm. in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, you know, he was like that area of your body, that's a source of, of, of life and of power. It it allows you to move forward physically. Mm. And you're storing stuff in there that physically keeps you from moving forward hmm. so no wonder your whole body reacts when a portion of that is released wow so oh it's been it has been the most fascinating journey that's so cool. so fascinating not the most fun i've ever had no, but right. definitely the most fascinating
1: yeah 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 Oh,
0: i know it's, so worth it's it. crazy it's crazy I love that so yeah and the journey continues and yeah seriously right? mm-hmm. so yes yeah, so we did that and then. Yeah, we had we had you Tuesday last night. I don't think we did a whole lot last night. I don't remember to be honest with you, which means we probably didn't. And then um, tonight the birthday festivities for Cassie continue. Yeah, it's so my dad and stepmom came too. down. Oh my word! Yeah, she'll milk it into this next is 18, year. eighteen, so this is a big one. So cool. This is a big one. So yeah, so we have more birthday stuff tonight. We have more birthday stuff for her on Saturday. So it's just um. Yeah. Fun. It's full. Yeah. It's full and fun. Full and fun. All those Love things. It. Love it. So,
1: all right. Yeah. Well, you you talked about like certain words and certain things and that's what we want to talk about today. Last yeah. episode, we talked a, a lot about how to not take things personally personal, mm-hmm. and we talked about certain things to avoid and we talked about um, filling the gap with trust versus yes. suspicion and um, yeah, the language is so incredibly powerful. And it's not the first time we've talked about the power of words.
0: No, not language. at all. And today we're going to delve a little bit <laughs> deeper into that because yes. we alluded to it last week, but this week we're going to talk about words we need to remove from our vocabulary. Yeah. Like that just need to go. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Though. Okay. Setting crass words aside. Okay. Okay. Cause I don't like, I can't, I don't like crass at all. I mean, I'll swear, but I don't like crass. There's a difference. Okay. There's a difference between swearing and vulgarity.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Big We were talking difference. about that the other day with Cassie.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do I swear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway. But, aside from crass words, are there words that you absolutely hate? That, like, you just wish nobody ever said? Yeah. Okay. What are they? Oh, gosh.
1: Um. Well, some we talked about last week. So, the absolutes.
0: Okay, no, wait, no, I'm talking about outside of what we're going to actually talk about. Oh, are there words that just irk you? Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I cannot handle the word moist. I want, I hate it more than anything. Like, please just find another word. That is funny. Find any.
1: That doesn't really bother me, but I find it funny that it does bother some people. I know. So
0: I hate it. I hate it.
1: So when someone's describing the cake you made you want them to say what instead of it's
0: so moist anything <laughs> else literally any how about just not dry like let's do uh, that this
1: cake is so not dry this this so is just so rich
0: and fluffy and there wonderful rich
1: yeah and not dry
0: okay yeah um, just literally anything else
1: you know it's weird I there's um I think the words that really really bother me are crass yeah and super vulgar yeah there's a P word and a C word. Oh, I can't even. That I can't. They're not even on my radar. Yeah. That's the killer. Like
0: uh, yeah, they're well, not even on my for radar. some
1: people, they're just
0: common. I know.
1: Like we were talking about. That's what so, I'm talking about.
0: Like they're not even on my radar. Yeah.
1: Like I would never think to say right. those words, but for some people it's just it's just
0: I oh. know. I can't. Yeah. There's yeah. And I think we all probably have those things. Okay, you want to know another word I absolutely hate? Yeah,
1: tell me. I'm just think. I'm like, I'm
0: kidding. This is terrible. Okay, the word "panties" makes me want to gouge my eyeball out or my ears. Whatever. I hate that word. Hmm. I cannot stand it. Please don't. Please find another word. Please just say underwear. Please don't say panties. It's I'm awful. So sorry. It's horrific. I say panties. I cannot. When
1: I talk, when I'm like talking to Willow about like, oh, let's put your panties on. Like, yeah.
0: Nope. Can't do it. Yep. Undies. We would say undies. Okay. Well, I hate that word. Why? Mm -hmm. I don't even understand it, but it just, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have no words like that.
1: Well, there are some words, but again, when I think about it, like my grandmother and my mom, like they were so big on like manners and the way that you say things like you never said, I have to pee. Or like some people say, we take,
0: didn't either though. take a
1: piss. Like, no, 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 that's yeah, terrible. Gosh, no. That feels vulgar to me. Though, yes. So I don't know that that's answering the question, but like, so we had to say, got to go tinkle.
0: Got to go tinkle. Yeah. That's funny. I got to tinkle as grown adults.
1: Yeah. Even like my mom will say, hold on a second. I got to go tinkle. Oh yeah.
0: That's funny. So
1: funny. Cause my grandmother would pull us aside and she would say now, like, even if she heard other people say it, even if it wasn't just us, she pulled us aside and she'd say, Okay, now ladies, don't talk like that.
0: Oh my goodness, they
1: just don't say those words. And so,
0: um, yeah. Can I tell you something funny though? Yeah, my grandpa, my dad's dad, I lo- I adored him, and we used to joke all the time because he never went to the bathroom without announcing it first. It never went without announcing it first. Wow! But his line was, "I gotta go, wee wee." It was wee wee. It was always wee wee. Well, I gotta go wee wee. Thank you, thank you for letting us know. Thank you. So anyway, it made me think of that. Mm. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I really I can't think of like any
0: non-vulgar words that make me make me cringe. There are certain. Are you ready? Yeah. Dungarees. I cannot. Shoot me in the head. Yeah. Dungarees. What even is that? Just shut up with your face. I can't. I cannot handle that. I'm tra- I know Find somebody that still uses that word. It might slacks. be my mouth. Oh my gosh, slack! I freaking hate
1: slack. Those are just old school. I can't. They I know. They make me crazy. Those no, are but just, they like, do.
0: They make old-fashioned words. Do you see what's happening to me? Wow! I want to crawl out of my skin. I hate them. That is so <laughs> I do <laughs> I. Understand why? I'm sure that'll get released somewhere by my body. I audience know. Me. I'm like, let me massage it. your hips. Shut, shut your face. Shut your mouth. I can't deal. Okay. Yeah. So there are words that trigger me. Yeah. So let's, well, okay. So we're going to get to fighting words, mm-hmm. but let's start with like general words that we should just remove from our vocabularies. So what's, what's one you were thinking of first? Well, I've talked about this a bazillion times should absolutely. Right. Yes. Like
1: even that internal conversation right especially the internal conversation I should have I should be more like I should you know like all of those things that is just such a toxic word it really is and you know that whole you know you've heard Jim when Jim Comenzo said to me years ago the story about like handing a napkin and saying stop shooting on yourself right clean yourself up stop shooting on yourself um yeah, so yeah. That's the that's a big one for me.
0: Yeah. And we've talked about that one a lot. I even posted about that last week on my Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and all that. And that got a big response. Like that resonates still. Yeah. No matter how many times we talk about it. Absolutely. It still resonates. And I was thinking about it yesterday. I had said I had used the word should and you were like, Are you shooting on yourself on my birthday? Yeah. And I really should have changed it now that I'm saying should again. Uh-huh. I really should have changed it. You could have to get to. to yes or even need to yeah because it was I should go home and work on xyz Mm -hmm. and really it's I need to go home and work on xyz Mm -hmm. or I you know this is a priority right now so that's what I need to go do right now or 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 I get to I get to go do this because it just changes your mindset it does yeah so I did I I shoulded myself on your birthday
1: yes you did you should on yourself
0: (laughs) On my birthday. Yeah. Thank you so
1: much. But then you clean You're yourself awesome. up, and I know that's good. It's and then we like well, this is like a little bit of a segue, but or a sidebar, or whatever. but we um, we talked about sometimes we procrastinate. we've said this, but like the root of procrastination is perfectionism, right? And sometimes so a lot of times, I believe it is because we don't want to do something if we don't, like, for example, writers artists like sometimes we hold back from working on that piece yes. because we're like I'm not I'm, I'm not in the creative mode right now I'm not of the mindset in order to be able to do this really well and so I learned years ago like I have to say to myself I'm gonna just give myself permission to suck right yes. now and then it's crazy what happens like when I was writing my book it was I I had deadlines because I was writing with other yeah. people and so it was like I had deadlines that mattered to me because um, they were counting on me, and so I just would say, "You just you got to write every day. You got to sit down. You just do it. Give yourself permission to suck." And then it was interesting because I would like it would suck at the beginning, but then it would start to flow. Yeah, and then I would get into and
0: then there's editing, right? Like yeah, exactly. Suppo- it's supposed so it's all going to going out suck. the window anyway. Right.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Totally. I totally totally agree, mm-hmm. and I understand that a hundred percent. Yeah, I do think though. That it's not always perfectionism. I think that's true for people who do struggle with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. However, I do think we need to pay attention to our procrastinations because sometimes we need to reevaluate them. Mm. Like sometimes we're procrastinating on something because it's not actually something we want. Yes. And so it's important to it's examine. we feel like we should do. Okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's important to examine your procrastinations because they are telling you something. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So good. All right. How about for you? So um, one of the things that I came up with uh, that I can't stand hearing all the time is just or only. Mm. So I'll, I'll give you a context. Like I'm just a stay at home mom. Mm. I'm only a secretary. Mm. I We use just and only to minimize ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take a second. Now, obviously, it's not in every use right? of those two words, sure, of but in those contexts yeah. to minimize, I don't like that. And I want to take a second and just ask the question, like, do you hear men doing that? Mm. Like, have, have you ever heard a guy say, I'm just a salesman? Mm. I'm just a, whatever. They don't. Mm. We do. Women do. Yeah. We use them to make ourselves smaller. Yeah. We need to knock that shit off. Mm. We really do. Mm-hmm it's, 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 I don't know. It's like we have conditioned ourselves that this is what we need to do. Yeah. And it's not, it's not the truth.
1: No, it's not. And I do think in fairness, I do. I have heard men say that, but it is much more rare, much more, much more. Yeah. Um, I think because everybody, we're all searching for significance. Sure. We all feel like, and there's this like discontent and this restlessness with with like that whole big question of like, am I enough? Mm-hmm. Right? And for some reason, and then we we get into the comparison trap. Oh, absolutely. We look around us, and we go, oh, I'm not like, you know.
0: Well, it's almost a form of self-rejection, mm-hmm. so that we can get it in before somebody else can reject us. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's
1: a defensive. absolutely
0: an unhealthy defense mechanism. So yeah, that would be mine. Examine how you are using the words just or only. And if it's to minimize, kick them out. Yeah, that's really good. And that just is
1: a trigger word for me because I'm so passionate about volunteerism. Mm. And so whenever I hear, um, someone say, well, they're just a volunteer, or I hear a volunteer say, I'm just a volunteer. I'm like, what? Like, no, no, no. You understand, like, you're not just anything. You are a volunteer. They are a volunteer. That means (laughs) they're doing something and giving up their time and committed to something that they're not getting paid for. Like that's
0: huge. That is so,
1: so huge. Yeah. So the power of that, it's a four letter word, but
0: it's a four letter word. (laughs) <laughs> you know what made me think of it? Made me think of something while you were talking was, you know, when you think about, I'm just a beginner, mm. just a beginner at this. Mm-hmm. Imagine saying, "I'm a beginner at this." Mm-hmm. It's two totally different so connotations. True. Four letters and two totally different connotations. Mm-hmm. I'm just a beginner. Like that's like saying, "Please excuse my garbage." Yeah. Please excuse I'm my about crap. To suck right now. I'm just a beginner. Yep. Or you could say, I'm a beginner at this. Mm-hmm. And that implies something entirely different. That yeah. implies I am new. Yep. This is exciting. Like I am learning. learning. This is a process. Yep. And it's not, it's almost like just in that instance is apologizing for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so true. And I've done it. Oh, like, I do I've, it all the time. I've gotten yes. up and like to
1: speak and, oh my gosh, I think of one example right now. I won't get into it right now, but I got up to speak one time. Um, it was a different audience for me. It Mm -hmm. was a new, these were not my people. Yeah. Kind of a a feel like these are not, this is not my comfort zone. Yeah. And so automatically I kind of like apologized that I didn't understand the culture. I was in Nashville and I, it was like, I was apologizing. I look back now. I'm like, why did I do that? There's one thing to be authentic and vulnerable. Sure. But that—that's a whole difference. Yeah, like you lost all credibility. Mm. You have a voice. You have been invited. Like, you use your voice yeah. and you speak and like don't apologize.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You got Oof. something to say, say it.
0: Yeah, I know. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: What else? Um. Okay. So well. Okay. For me, a big trigger is calm down.
0: Okay so we're getting into the category of fighting words. Okay. Calm down is fighting words. It's a fighting word. You say that Fight, to me they are fighting words. I'm going to jump on you like
1: a spider monkey. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I've said it. Like I've said it to my kids, I've said it to my, <laughs> my husband. Um we had a big like over the summer like something happened and I was just like I just need you to calm down. <laughs> 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 oh
0: my
1: god. Like That is what, when I have been on the receiving end of that, it's so dismissive and so disrespectful. It's invalidating somebody else's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying I have no right to be upset. Yep. And I'm upset right now. So can you just hold this safe space for me? To feel, let me feel the way that I feel. I'm probably not going to feel this way in an hour. I'm going to calm down or maybe tomorrow after I've slept on it. Like I'm not going to be as emotional and and triggered Mm -hmm. as I am in this moment. But you telling me to calm down is going to make me want to rip your throat out.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. Like totally opposite effect. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell people to calm down. Don't. It's not okay. It's not. yeah, Yeah. Not a good thing. I think same
1: with like the words that, you know, you want to talk about the words, like the
0: absolute words, like always, always, never, never. listen, there's nothing better than never say never. Yeah. Uh, My favorite, (laughs) and you've probably seen the meme. My favorite is when people say, you know, as soon as you say, my kid would never, they come in nevering, like they'd never, never Mm like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. listen, do not underestimate yourself. Mm -hmm. Do not underestimate your Mm -hmm. children or other people. Like I just. Never say never. yeah. never when we do that, when we start with an I'd never mm-hmm. it it's us putting ourselves on a pedestal that we probably don't deserve to be on. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. And you don't what I have found over the years is we judge people like even I told you one of my favorite shows, Gemini watch is alone. Right, I just yeah. love the show Alone. Like they're just alone by themselves in some horrific circumstances, deserted. You know, like yeah. Vancouver Island or Patagonia or something like that. It's freezing and all these things. And I, f- I catch myself. It's a great, you know, like reminder. I catch myself going, Why didn't they do that? I would never have done that. I would have, right, like, right. That's stupid, you know, kind of yeah. and then I go, wait a second, you have to remember you don't know what you will do until you're in that situation. Exactly. So stop judging. Exactly. Stop judging. Again, it goes back to that. Like, let's just be curious instead of judgmental. Yes. Let's like, so I've started to do that and practice it even as I watch the show of like, hmm, I wonder why they chose to do it that way. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Instead exactly. of like, yeah. 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 So never, yeah. And I, I think of um never and always in conflict conversation mm-hmm. they are not helpful Mm-mm. you never you always yep these, you're always late these are not helpful no. if you need to confront somebody like the so if you're talking about always late right if you need to confront someone about being late be specific yes be specific but don't say you always or you never yeah because these are not helpful words They will not further the conversation in a direction toward reconciliation. It shuts down the conversation. Absolutely, The
1: defensive wall goes up and now you have no, you have no leverage. Like whatever you're, you're about to say, because you're probably trying to be helpful. We've all done it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to make a point to bring about change for the good of the organization or for the good of the family or whatever, Right. But then what happens is everything you say after you use always and never is completely obsolete. Like it doesn't even matter. They can't hear you because now you have assigned, like we talked about last week, you have assigned character, Yep. right? Like you're always late. You never show up on time. Now my brain is automatically going, well, what about that time when I showed up on time? And what about that time I showed up on time? And justifying all of the things about like, because- now I feel like you're saying I'm a loser, right? Right, and so now I'm just trying to bury out of yeah. justify that
0: no, it puts you. That's in the I
1: am. Do I am I late sometimes? Yes, but like yeah, and so such a good point of like be specific. Like hey, I've noticed the last several meetings, and right. make sure <laughs> make sure you're right. Like oh my gosh, you've yeah, come in five minutes. After we've already started the meeting and I just need, let's talk about that. I yeah. want you to see the impact that that has or on, on the rest of the team and all these things. Like, how can I help what's going on? Yeah. Is there something going on that I don't know that maybe I can help with?
0: Yeah. Um, well, and I think too, like it outside of a work setting, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's your spouse, significant other or a friend or family member, you know. The idea like you never listen to me. Mm. You never listen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not helpful, right? so if you if you can come to it, come at it it from a different angle, you know, mm. I'm noticing or I feel when I let's mm. go back to this, use I, when I share something that's bothering me, I feel like you're tuning out. Mm. I feel dismissed. Mm-hmm. Help me yeah. with this. Yeah, as what's going as, on in you?
1: As much as possible, avoid you. Yes, avoid the you. you. Yes, stick with the I. I love how you said that, right? I when you when I when, share yes when I yeah. something that's important to me or something that's bothering me or something that upsets me, I feel dismissed. I feel misunderstood. Like sometimes that's yeah. an even better word, right? Like I I feel like. I'm not
0: connecting, but I I do think, I do think there's a place and we talked about this last week too, for the, when you, I feel Mm -hmm. when you walk away from me Mm -hmm. while I'm sharing something that's important to me, Mm -hmm. I feel dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. That's important because you're specific about a behavior. You're, you're,
1: you're observing a behavior. You're saying, this is what I see. And then you're, uh, you're, you're like, okay, so let's have some clarity here. Let's fill the gap with trust. Right. Right. I love that whole idea of like, I see this, but I know this is not who you are and this is what, this is not what you want to be known for. Mm-hmm. And so something assume the best, yeah. something must be, something must be Something's going on here that I just, something what's else, happening like, in you when understand. I do this, I know you help, you hate help me understand because it's so overused.
0: It is, but, but, but it's also like, you know, if, if you share like, when you walk away from me while I'm sharing something important to me, I feel dismissed. Mm-hmm. What's your when you? because mm-hmm. that it could be when you are sharing something that's important to you, I feel like you're blaming me for something. Yeah. like, so flip it. Mm-hmm. What's your when you? Mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, here's mine. Yeah. What's the truth of this? Where can we find the it's middle so ground? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so absolute. stay away from I mean,
1: them say, Don't right. Avoid always, never. And what's the other one always, never,
0: and always are constantly, constantly,
1: you're constantly ignoring me. Yeah, just you're constantly, it. it's just yeah.
0: another word for always. Just, and you think it's better because it's right. not always, but it's not yes. better. It's unproductive.
1: <laughs> it is not going to lead to change. It's going to lead to disconnection. Yes, it is. 100%. Right. hundred percent. And a lack of intimacy in any type of relationship. You want to disconnect. You want there to be absolutely no level of trust and vulnerability in a relationship. Use those absolutes. You always. You never.
0: You constantly
1: yeah. like. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: thinking about some other fighting words that we didn't actually talk about. Okay. Beforehand, but they're um things like, "It's not that bad," <laughs> or "At least." Mm. I'm gonna want to punch you straight in the oh, jaw if you yes. come at me with an "at least."
1: Oh my god! Like when I'm
0: sharing something difficult going through something difficult and you say, well, at least it's not blah, blah, blah. Or it could be worse. Mm. <laughs> yes, it could always be worse. There are people dying in third world countries with no food and running water, yes. all right? You want to play that it could be worse game? We could play it yes. to the ends of the earth. It could always be worse. This is not helpful. Yes,
1: I remember this is like, oh, uh makes me want to cry but i remember when my friend chrissy had a miscarriage oh and i remember her talking about and i've talked to many people about this and you know her just sharing that pe- well-intentioned people mm-hmm. i believe i really do believe again
0: assuming i believe the best, most people are well-intentioned. The gap with trust. Yes. It's
1: so well-intentioned and like sometimes we are just at a loss for what to say yeah Um, and so, so many people saying, well, you're still young, at least you're still young and you can have other children at least, right? Like all of these things. And she was devastated, devastated. And so one of my learnings from that was when you have no words, say, (laughs) Say,
0: I have no words. I don't know what to say. I
1: don't know what to say right now. But I just want you to know that I love you and I'm here for you. And I, I, I feel like all I have to offer is to just be with you, to just show up and just be with you, cry with you, hold you to, but like, I, I don't have anything. And, and you know how many times people, when I've said that, and I, when I was a pastor, like, yeah, I felt like I'm supposed to have the fancy things. And then what I found is people just, the ministry of presence is so powerful. Oh, my just word, want yes. it because, and I look at my, my life back on my life in the times I, when I experienced such deep, whether it was trauma or grief or any of those things, the people that stand out to me were the people who just sat beside me yep. and put their arm around me and cried with me and held me and like, and said to me. I'm so sorry, but I don't have the words. And I, there was part of me, honestly, like when I didn't have words, like in my head, I would be like, well, thank God, because don't say something stupid. Don't say this away. Don't throw a Bible verse on it and think like, that's going to make me feel better. Nope. It's not not. yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not now. Let me, let me come to that place.
0: Yeah. Right. Where I can say,
1: yeah so and
0: at oof. least they're they're also minimizing words yes they're minimizing and we already do that to ourselves exactly right I met was somebody last that.
1: week and they had they told a therapist something traumatic that happened to them and the ther- therapist basically said well that's not that bad
0: wow you're fired
1: right yeah and I said please tell me you didn't go back and, and she said she didn't but like because what was happening is It confirmed what she was already feeling. Am I making too, there are worse things. Am I making too big of a deal out of this? And it was a big thing. It was a traumatic, horrible thing that happened to her. And and she was already struggling with comparing her pain with other people's, her trauma with other people's trauma. And even trying to decide, is this even a trauma? When I went started therapy with Peggy, you know, several months ago, I remember like one of the, she said, write down a list of 10 traumatic things that happened or negative events in your life. And I remember like when we had a session and going, so this is something I wrote down, but I'm just like, is this, does this count? Oh my gosh. And she was like, Christine. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't do that. Don't minimize the pain. And so people already had playing that Right? Asking oh, yeah. like, is this, this? Am I making this a big? Am I being dramatic? Am I right? And so then when we say, at least, at least you can, or you know, like it's not, you know, look on the bright side. It could be, Ugh, right? it could be those worse. are other fighting those words. Kind of things. It just confirms, like, oh, my pain
0: isn't valid. Yeah. Yep. Look on the bright side. Those are other fighting words. Please don't. Oh dear God. Yes. Do not bright side somebody when they are grieving. Do not no. bright side. People unless they ask for it, right? Just don't do it. That you, you just made a really good point there.
1: So many times, (laughs) I'll speak for myself. And this came up like Jim and I've been married now for twenty. Next month will be twenty-nine years. Um, and he is a fixer. Yeah, one on the Enneagram, right? Like he just wants to fix things. Yep, and so. So many times when I would be sharing something, I just wanted him to listen
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he would be listening, but also trying to solve my problems. Yes. Right. Go, he goes into like, problem solving
0: mode. maybe a lot of men do that,
1: but I think Frank I do does
0: it. it too. I do it too. Mm. I
1: totally do it too. Because I am naturally like wired to solve problems. Yes. Like I can just like, okay, tell me the problem. And then my brain just goes brrr, like, do these things mm-hmm. and now it's fixed. And so um, and so it took me saying to Jim right now, I actually, I'm about to tell you something and you don't have to worry about fixing it or solving this problem. I know you love me and I know that that's your natural tendency to do that. But right now I just need you to just listen. Yeah. And, and so, and then we got into this rhythm of, I would share something and maybe wouldn't lead with that. And he would say to me, am I just listening right now? Yeah. Or do you want me to help you? Oh, Yes. And, yes. and I think that is so powerful in communication too. When someone is sharing
0: something with you, ask them, ask that question. Oh my word. So Frank will often say, am I fixing or listening? Mm. Do you want me to be honest with you or do you just want me to support you? Yes. Like, do you want, so? Good. Wh- which do you want? Cause yep. I'll give you whatever you want. Yep. And sometimes it's, you know what? I just want you to say words I want to hear right now. Mm-hmm. And then we can worry about being honest and fixing things later. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Could you just get out the
1: matches in this game? Him, let's let's just go burn somebody's house down. down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No, so, yeah. So true. Ooh,
0: fighting words. Knowledge people. Fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were, there were a bunch more, like one of the other things that came to my mind, and we talked about this many episodes ago, but, um, things we should get rid of in our vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. When we don't mean it Mm. or my favorite and my daughter and I had a whole conversation about this because she has become an expert at it. When somebody apologizes to you and says, I'm sorry, Mm. we feel a need to say that's okay. Mm. Or it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Knock it off because it's not okay. Yeah. Because if it was okay, okay. They wouldn't have anything to apologize for. That's right. I have stopped I stopped saying it's okay or that's okay years ago mm. because it was dishonest. Yeah. I, I thought I, that's a lie. It's yeah. not okay. And some things are not, right? Like some things are not a big deal. No, but, but that is what I'll say. Yeah. I'll say, actually, this wasn't a big deal. I didn't even exactly. remember it or I didn't I can't tell you how many times people come to I me and be it. like, I'm so sorry. I, the other day I said, blah, 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 and I just have felt bad. I'm like, I don't even remember you yeah. saying it. I didn't think twice about it. No, I It didn't even stick with me. Yeah. Not that complicated. Um, but yeah, stop, stop that. Yeah. Because what you're doing now is you're gaslighting yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. So I say things now, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the apology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just, I'm not going to say it's okay when it's not right. Yeah. I'm just not going to do
1: it. That's so good. Yeah. And that I think helps to create a culture, whether that's in a family or an organization, it creates a culture of accountability. Yes. Right. Like sometimes we do and say things that are offensive or hurtful or those things. And so we do need to go and we need to make it right. And then we need to honor the person who is big enough to say, gosh, I realized what I did or what I said. And that, you know, like, I'm right. sorry for that, but saying, like you said, like, thank you. Or I appreciate the apology. Like that's being sincere. Oh yes. No, not because I do dismissing and saying, okay, because sometimes we can also
0: overuse. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. That drives me insane. Well, sure. Let's put that on our list of words. Stop freaking apologizing for. Everything. Oh,
1: well now there's, right, there's the other extreme. Some yes. people, some people apologize. They just like, it's like, I can be a jerk because I'll just go and say, I'm sorry. And you'll, you'll, you'll forgive me and then it'll be over. Right? right. No accountability whatsoever. But yes, I find that to be so, so true. And I've been working on this myself. Like I, yeah. I'm like, you don't say you're sorry. Yeah. Don't, like you don't need when you don't need to say you're sorry.
0: Exactly. Right? Exactly. Stop with the, well, first of all, stop with, I'm sorry, but because mm-hmm. no you're not either mm-hmm. but just negated everything well that's true <laughs> everything you said before mm-hmm. it. so don't don't do I'm sorry but mm-hmm. now listen I I'll say stuff like that when I'm joking, joking around. yeah in real life though if you are looking for honest conversation don't do that yeah it's saying but then there's, sorry not sorry exactly exactly mm-hmm. exactly which I also times. <laughs> I'd it's rather times. rather do that yeah But also like apologizing for everything. Yeah. Apologizing for your emotions, Mm -hmm. apologizing for having a different opinion Uh. or a thought on something. Stop it. Apologizing for your presence, apologizing for how you are, unless there's something has happened that's warranted an apology. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Yeah. You are minimizing yourself. You have probably experienced
1: and witnessed me do this in meetings years ago,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Oh,
1: yeah. Where, because I am very much a challenge the process. I'm a fixer. I'm a blow it up, make it better. Just because we've always done it this way does not mean that we need, we probably shouldn't do it (laughs) the way that we've always done it. Like, Mm -hmm. let's try something new. What's the best way? And so- but almost depending on who was in the room, um, many times I would find myself saying, I'm sorry, but I just feel like I need to say this.
0: Right. What? Why? What?
1: Like, no, no, why am I sorry? Yeah. Well, I what are like you sorry for? I feel like I need for? to
0: say this. Like, you're sorry because you need to use your voice. You have a different
1: right. thought. Right. Absolutely not. Yeah throw it out the window. It was like, make yourself small, make yourself small, make yourself small. So as to not offend. So as to well,
0: not, I think, I think we've equated it with some false humility. Yes. Like we, we think it means I'm being humble. I'm sorry, but I just need to bring this yes. different thing to the table sure. because I feel differently. It's not humility. No, that is not. That is false humility. Yeah. That is minimizing. Yeah. Because stop humility it. again, humility
1: is agreeing with God about who he says you are. And I had to come to terms with that, that like, wait, God actually wired me to be a fixer, to be a problem solver, to blow things up, to start new things to do. Right. And so when I embraced that, then I started to go, wait, I don't need to be sorry. Yeah. I don't need to apologize for the way that God wired me. And I've actually been invited to this table. Exactly. I've yes. been invited to use my voice. So why am I apologizing? Yeah. But that's like, it's yeah. it's, yeah, it's, we're programmed in many ways to do that. And so it's just, okay, so let's be aware of our language, both inside of our head and what's coming out of our mouths. And like I did this for a little while like this exercise, and I think I'm still like keenly aware of um how many times I say I'm sorry and mm. going why? I've noticed that in some like other and, and in particular, this is I don't see this in men. no, no, I don't see this uh-uh. in men um and and I'm not saying that this isn't something. I'm just saying I've not I've not observed that yeah. I see that in, in younger women and uh, but even like I'm 50. Yeah, you, still do now, you know what I yeah. mean? And I, I find myself constantly just being like, oh, I'm sorry, like, and going, yeah. what did I just Say I'm what sorry I just apologize for, for. Right, Like even at the be- grocery store, right? Like somebody is like somebody runs like, into
0: you, yes, and you apologize, yes. I'm or sorry like, for existing in your space. Yeah, get out of here.
1: Or somebody <laughs> like I'm looking at something in the aisle, you know, like on the thing, and somebody walks in front of me and then looks at me. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, and then I'm sorry for looking. But no, I'm sorry that you got in my way. Yeah, and that I'm clearly in your way of walking past but you didn't say excuse me by the way if you walk in front of somebody at the grocery store who is trying to look at products on the shelves say excuse me People don't do that anymore
0: oh I know I know Mm -mm -mm -mm. I know that's see what's terrible is when somebody blatantly does that to me (laughs) sometimes not all the time not all the time but sometimes the Mm -hmm. words oh don't mind me yeah come out of my mouth Mm -hmm. I'm just it Happens maybe in Target sometimes. I believe that 100%. Yeah, Yeah. don't mind me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just here. Yeah, you know, existing. Yeah, Mm. yeah, it's good. Mm -mm. Oh, the other thing I was thinking of too with I'm sorry because man, this could go on. We could have done a whole episode just on I'm I'm sorry sorry. now that I'm thinking about it. But I remember reading an advice column once, and I do not read advice columns, so I don't know what this was on. (laughs) But Dear because Abby, they're mostly Selena garbage. Was reading Dear Listen, Abby. if I wrote an advice column, I would read it. But these other people, sometimes, man, boy, bay. But so, case in point, uh-huh. reading an advice column, and it was something like, I, it's, I don't know if it was. It was basically like, how do I apologize for whatever for something, and and get out of this awkward situation, and basically what the. <laughs> The person giving the advice said was one of your options is to just apologize so profusely, like over and over, so profusely that now the other person almost kind of feels bad and is like, no, it's fine. Um, okay. What? Dear Abby, that's called manipulation. Oh my that gosh, was that was really? advice given. Just apologize so profusely that the person completely backs off because now they're starting to feel bad. Oh, wow. that is emotional manipulation. Wow. Stop it. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and no, that's no, the no. other no. thing. Like I, when, <laughs> when you're actually sorry for something, I think it's really important to say what you are sorry about. There is a right way and a wrong way to say, I'm sorry. Mm. Let me tell you what the wrong way sounds like. Sorry. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Mm. The writer, writer, I'm going to make you're up a writer. word. The writer I way it. is to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the best way is to say, I'm sorry. I, and go from there. Mm. Yeah. Own your junk. There are different ways to say you are sorry yes. and there are definitely wrong ways.
1: Yeah. That makes sense because like, I always say it's so important to be specific in your praise or in your compliments, yes. right? Otherwise it feels like flattery and flattery falls flat. Yep. Um, but it the same way with apologies. Absolutely. Like be specific in your apologies, own it. I heard, I saw my son did this. Um, <laughs> my son did this last night after dinner. We were all playing and Willow was so excited. She was running all over. She's two years old, right? And, and Tegan, who's 10 years old, was sitting next to Jason and Willow just jumped on the couch and like slapped Tegan right in the face. Nope. Right, just slapped her right in the, in the kind of like in the ear and in the face. It was just and she just was like, because <gasps> it, it was shocking. Shock, it yeah. was like a big thing. And then, um, and so Jason like, you know, picked up Willow. She he set her he set her aside. He put her on the chair and just said, "Okay, I'm just going to need you to sit here for a minute. I'll be back." kind of a thing and he went to tend to tegan who ran downstairs crying and um but then after a little bit of time willow said i'm sorry sissy i'm sorry and jason said to her what are you sorry for
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are you sorry for willow and then willow said i'm sorry for hitting you i'm sorry for making you cry i'm sorry for hurting you mm-hmm. i love you kind of thing and i was like oh That's That's it. So good.
0: That's it. Be specific. Yep. And I think, I wonder, but I think if we were to always add that Mm -hmm. using an absolute here, Mm -hmm. if we were to add that more often, I'm sorry, I X, Y, Z, Mm -hmm. I think it forces us to think about what we're actually saying sorry for. And maybe we wouldn't say it so needlessly. Yes. And when we do say it, It would hold more weight Mm -hmm. because when we are sorry for everything, we are sorry for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's something
1: to practice this week, right? Yes. It's good. That is a great way to
0: live your freaking life. It is
1: because living your freaking life. Like you are not alone on an Island people,
0: right? No, we are going to have to deal with people as long as we're on. Let's remember
1: we have daily interactions with human beings who are like deserve respect and deserve, right. Like, and so practicing these things, avoiding certain words, but also being specific in your praise, being specific in your apologies, because that also determines when you like, think about just one other step, one step further with the apology thing being specific with that is sometimes when you force yourself to say, I'm sorry, because I, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's when you go, why am I sorry?
0: Oh, that's what I was just saying. Though. Okay, okay, like yeah, that's okay. that's because exactly I, I what thought I was you were saying. saying
1: like it helps you to be accountable for like. you're actually taking accountability for your actions because you're speaking out like I did this or I said, yeah, you are. But it also stops
0: you in your tracking. Wait a second. What am I apologizing for? Yes. That's ridiculous. Yes. It forces us to pause and think it through Mm. before the words leave our mouth, Mm. which I am not always the greatest at, Mm -hmm. right? I'd rather say it and deal with the consequences. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think we are better served. To yeah. think our words through a little bit uh, more before they leave our face. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Uh, we could have kept going. We have other things we here, could, but, but we should wrap up.
1: We're we're wrapping. We're wrapping. This was good. All right. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Let's go live our freaking lives. Yeah. All, All right. right. That sounds good. See you next week. <laughs> See you guys.